0: Uh, Hi everyone, thank you for joining me today. And today I'm going to share with you uh, some extra news for this week. And uh, the first one uh, is uh, 925MAG and the title is called Watch the Apple Room Plan API Empty a Room of Furniture Ready for Augmented Reality Shopping. So yeah, I saw this news and it was very interesting. So first uh, Apple, they use their LiDAR scanner and start doing the erase the furniture kind of reset your entire room and then so you can you know do the shop so uh, let's see how it works I think this is a very cool feature because uh, in this article it talks about digital twins right so for example like we have a room full of furnitures already right but, but uh, all the AR, uh, AI, and all those high high technologies, they are able to detect the room. So for example, if you can see my screen, uh, it's on um, the Twitter from Ross Muskmare. So if you press, if you can see my, my screen, so you can see, um, you scan your room and your room or, automatically will be, you know, we, uh, all all the furniture will be, um, you know, erased, and uh, you see, you you will see an empty room, right? So it's ready for you to buy new furniture to, uh, do you know, new decoration or you know, remapping it. And second one is, you know, when you scan the room and they, you know, AI knows exactly what different uh elements of your room is for example chair, couch, coffee table, right? Um, yeah, I think this is really good through, you know, like AI machine learning. And uh the third one is that if you see uh, this, you can pretty much by you know by knowing each items, you can take them out. Yeah. So uh through those three steps. The first one is start, you know, empty the room and second one is start, you know, study each furniture existing in the room and third one is that you can pretty much take those out just delete those uh existing furniture so i think this is pretty good because you know it's kind of like for example if in the future you want to remodel your room or you know you want to scan your room in the and place it to the digital place and you can pretty much Redesign your entire room, or make your room a virtual room, but with different furnitures, virtual furnitures, right? So I think this is um, um an amazing um invention. Just because you see, like this helps us reimagine our room. What will our room be if we repurchase other you know furnitures? And IKEA actually already has some uh, features. For example, you can place you know the three D uh, furniture inside the existing room but i think uh for this feature it's kind of you can reimagine and you can redecorate your room uh any thoughts uh comments i
1: it would be i don't know if the program will let you do this but it would be cool for hmm. sort of just reorganizing things as well um yeah so yeah, you, in
0: a way that you know you don't have to physically Replacing, but you can just it, right? Yeah,
1: or let's say you're moving into a new place and you're just trying to figure out how to set up the furniture, mm-hmm. uh, so it'd be good for that. Although, you know, their their goal is to make money off of it, so they're not making any money if you're not, not buying mm-hmm. anything, so
0: yeah, and it's from Shopify, so it makes sense, you see. Like, uh, they build like Shopify, uh, Shopify, and Shopify is like they want you to buy more right so right. i think it makes sense to empty your room cuz if your room is full of furniture you probably feel oh i only need, i only have that little space so i only can buy this thing but if you empty out the room people will buy more
1: right i can guarantee that it would have trouble with the room that i'm in right now
0: always <laughs> <laughs> oh, too 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 many things <laughs>
1: there's a lot of things in here yeah
0: yeah, I, I mean, uh, before my goal is to make my room super empty, but unfortunately the, when the time that I live here for longer and longer and my stuff just being a lot and I have to clean out like once in a while just send to the you know, uh, yeah, like uh, other place. So it's just clean clean my my room out. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I think this is a very interesting invention. It's kind of uh, teaching or helping people to reorganize, reimagine, and also, you know, maybe people can scan their room and put the data inside. I don't know. In, in the future, like Metaverse, they have their virtual, but it's like a digital twin, right? Like we live in this world, but we have another virtual world somewhere, hosting somewhere, right? And we can go there and it feels like our room, but we can put like virtual furniture there.
1: That, right. another, interest, another interesting thing to do would be to um, have like your phone camera mm-hmm. with the lidar scan the roof of mm-hmm. your building mm-hmm. if you want to install solar panels. It's it's oh. a tricky thing to lay out solar panels and oh. you know get everything the right size and all that stuff. Um, yeah,
0: and interesting because I have solar panel and I got for advantage of, you know, free e-bill. Like I don't need to pay electronically.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: And, you know, especially right now, you know, like air condition or sometimes heater, right? And I use computer a lot. So I think this is a really good deal. And that's why I love, you know, this countryside, right? Like OC instead of LA or San Francisco. It's just that play, those big cities are so expensive. And here it's like, see, I feel like uh, this place is pretty good. Yeah, and parking are all free uh, land. So, I, I don't know. I, I think this place is uh, a place that for leaving. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, so this is the first uh, news. And let's take a look at the second one. Uh, Second one is, oh, this is cool. um. Second news is on scientific scientificamerican.com. Scientific and the title is called People Come to Grips with Having an Extra Pair of Arms in VR. So yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's like kind of like psycho- psychology, uh, neuroscience and plus science science fiction, science fiction. And uh, yeah, so people are start, uh, you know experimenting like if we have multiple limbs out, out from our body, right, in virtual world, well, we recognize that those virtual limbs are part of our limbs. Yeah, it's kind of like the summary of this article. And um, new experience showed that simulated robotic things can feel like a part of our body with a little practice. Yeah, so uh, Um, So inside uh, this article, it talks about um, we, inside our brand, we kind of uh, know, for example, if we hold a pen, we kind of uh, have the territory feelings from our hand to our pen, right? So uh, we have the sense of territories, right? And we have the sense of somewhere that we can influence it and our brand will control our limbs and to um, manipulate the tools, right? And studies or researchers, they put a ro- new robotic device uh, in uh, virtual space, right? So they start testing out if people kind of, because the limbs is from their body. So for example, they do a lot of things to that fake limbs, right? And people start reacting to their extra limbs. So, uh, researchers want to, you know, for example, if in the future we kind of have an extra arm or legs, right, or a tail, right, how can we, um, you know, uh, make people or how well people aware of them and kind of feel, you know, those are part of it? And the research result is pretty positive. It seems like uh, when, when people, get extra limbs. They start feeling that um, that limbs is part of theirs. They, They've, For example, like that limbs maybe make a robber or other stuff, right? And then uh, if they see like this, some, a, a hammer hemmed up the limb and they feel pain, right? So yeah, I think this is a very interesting um, um, studies. If, in the future, we can use our brand to control the extra links, then I don't know, maybe we can do extra work, right? If I have four hands, I can do two computers. I, I probably cannot because that need two, two brands, but it might be very interesting to see like if we have extra links, maybe I can, I don't know, type faster or I don't know how, how it works. I get used to two hands, but if I have extra three heads, Probably with a whole coffee or something.
1: <laughs> you could be an octopus.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: How, how do they control how do they control these extra limbs?
0: I don't know. Yeah. It it's just like according to the research, they just have the aware of the space. That's it. Like uh-huh. they just aware that limbs when that limbs from their body and they see that, right? And made of rubber. Uh, and uh, some people just, you know, kind of harm that fake arm, and people feel pain. <laughs> it's so, it's kind of something like that.
1: And, so I suppose these limbs could sort of do things on their own. And...
0: Yeah, and I was thinking about maybe attached to, because I, I think it's possible, because you see, like, neuroscience, people use robot arms, right? you know, like if someone's arm got cut, right, and they attach the robot arm, and it works really well. It's kind of using the neuroscience. I don't well, know how it works, but. There,
1: there have cool. been uh, experiments where they, um, they use virtual reality to show a limb that isn't there anymore, hmm. and, and somehow that alleviates certain problems. like. If you if you had a limb cut off, sometimes you experience pain in it, hmm. and uh, even though it's not there anymore, hmm. and I think some studies have used these virtual limbs to hmm. uh, try to reduce that pain or eliminate that pain. I think, um, yeah. but it'd be interesting. Uh, did you ever have you ever seen the the movie Doctor Strange Love?
0: Oh, the first one or two episodes,
1: yeah. Well, with Peter, with Peter Sellers. Um, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie. And um, anyways, Dr. Strangelove is sort of a, a genius, military genius. And he's got, he's got an arm that's out of control. <laughs> so he's yeah. sort of fighting the arm throughout the movie. Oh,
0: so, so he has to fight his arm yeah other movie wow this is interesting yeah i i i saw some japanese uh animation or uh comics or one of uh the very famous i forgot the name it's that the the arm the hand is not is out of control and there's like a an eye grow on the hand and Uh that arm will attack other people and totally on it's
1: own. well that might be an interesting thing to have too is a Mm-hmm. is an eyeball in the mm-hmm. middle of your hand virtually yeah. so that you can better yeah, you can
0: do like... yeah so for example you can see other people's you know uh answers you know in the tradition I just put there but...
1: maybe that would help if you're trying to uh <laughs> manipulate objects virtually maybe uh-huh. having the eyeball in the hand would give uh-huh. you better coordination
2: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs>
0: I mean, then you will probably have two cameras. I don't know. And, and and you will have wider eyes, right? Like like fly. Fly has like, I don't know.
1: It might be picture in picture. Yeah. Something like that. It could be something like that. Yeah. Switch to that view.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I think our hands is too great stuff. If we have the fragile eyeball, how can we protect it? Maybe well,
1: vir- virtually you don't have to worry, right? Because...
0: Um, maybe we have four hands two of them are eyes and two of them we can't
1: how you can do that (laughs) this is such a weird
0: weird thing but it it when
1: when you're it's it the idea is interesting of redesigning the human body Oh uh, yeah so you know adding things to it and and so forth that's an interesting redesign
0: and more legs, right more it it, it makes me re- it reminds me of Rick and Morty <laughs> right of what Rick and Morty I don't know oh the the animation yeah it's like the the crazy grandpa Rick and Morty can... this one, yeah, this one, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, there are always a lot of weird uh, aliens, uh, yeah, it's a very interesting animation, yeah. So yeah, I think that this news is very interesting that people start learning uh, if we have extra legs, extra tail, right? Because tails, it seems like a human, long time ago, we had tails. I
1: don't know. <laughs> we were crawling around in trees, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We were tails from sapiens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sapien or I, I don't know, maybe we are alien, right? Do you think you put a monkey for thousands of years, millions of years, and then that monkey will turn to you I don't think so.
1: Well, I I think so. I believe in evolution. I think it's evolution. Yeah.
0: Do you, but 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 a lot of people they are against evolution. Is that you see like in in the evolution according to the law of evolution um the the animals will try to accommodate the temperature Uh, the environment on earth but only human is not you see like we don't even have furs to protect our skin right and we are so fragile like our babies you know all all the a lot of evidence shows that human was not supposed to live on earth (laughs) that types of evidence and i was like yeah a lot of animals they they kind of uh, adapt the environment, but human is not. So human well, is trying to create a lot of artificial stuff to make us feel comfortable.
1: Right? I, I think we we adapt in ways that maybe we don't see so much. The like we're adapting to viruses and bacteria, and mm. um, when when you have a big plague or something, the people that tend to survive mm-hmm. are genetic, more genetically immune. Mm to problems, uh, to, mm-hmm. to the plague and so forth. And yeah. so um, there's an adaptation, it's just, it's we're not necessarily that aware of it. And who knows, maybe there have been genetic changes that mm-hmm. help us work with computers and keyboards
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and, and so forth. Who knows? Yeah. But my yeah. wife wants to interrupt.
2: Can I interrupt? Because
1: yeah.
2: my background is more biology.
1: Wow, wow, cool, yeah. Humans have
2: a lot of genes that have been turned off that no longer get expressed. Hmm. And one of, for instance, you're saying, well, humans are so fragile, we don't have fur or anything. Yeah, But there is a genetic mutation that occasionally pops up even now where someone is completely covered with hair. Oh. And for most people, that gene has been turned off it never gets expressed, but there's a certain, a small percentage of people that gene gets turned back on, and it's passed down through families, mm-hmm. and they literally are completely covered with hair, even their face. Wow! And so these people usually sh- just shave all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, they have to shave,
2: or they, you know, or they, you know, go to a, a freak show or something like that. But oh. so there's a lot of genes that we used to have when we were, you know, crawling around in trees, and even a tail, every once in a while, someone will have a baby and they'll have a little stubby tail at the end of their tailbone, and they surgically remove it. Um, So, it's just genes that have not, we have a ton of genes that just never get expressed. They then turned off.
1: Well, also as you get older, there are some genes that turn off and others that, that turn on.
2: Yeah. So, it's part of know, the
1: aging process.
2: To say that we're, we're not part of our environment, it's just because we've evolved and the genes that we don't need anymore just turn off and they don't get expressed anymore. As wow. part of the evolutionary process.
0: Wow, this is very interesting. Yeah. And for example, like uh recently I read a book. It talks about Jake Basils are putting a lot of it re- is putting a lot of research to re humanize human. And uh, it seems like I, I don't know, I read a book and that book has a disclose close, says that you know it's yeah, the, the research or the thinking philosophy is too high. It's too crazy and the publisher has now you know it is it, not represent the point of view of the publisher they even have that and the entire idea is that actually these uh, old you know getting old is a disease and we can live forever something like that it's it's really crazy it's like uh for example um there are some part of our human i don't know eggs or sperm right it seems like they can create a newborn baby. So there's a possibility that our part of our body that won't age or genes that won't age. So mm. they are trying to create a medicine that for example, um, if in the future I'm like 60 years old, right? And I eat that medicine and I will start going back to the time, for example, like 25. And then I stop eating and I will age back. Right. And, or I just keep eating and kind of control to, I don't know, 25 to 30 or something. And that my body will get that uh, status.
1: There's something uh, in your, in your genetic material that's called telomeres. Mm -hmm. And um, each time a cell reproduces, the telomeres get a little bit shorter. And eventually the telomeres go away and that cell can no longer reproduce. Mm -hmm. So you're used to programming things on the computer. It's sort of a way to stop an infinite loop from occurring. And so uh, it helps prevent cancer. Mm -hmm. So if you get cells that start to try to, you know, sort of reproduce each other and reproduce themselves in an uncontrolled way, that's when you get cancer. And these telomeres are sort of designed to stop that from happening. They mm. provide sort of a limit of the number of copies you can make of, of a cell. Now, mm. one of the problems as you get older is your, your telomeres mm. you know, are, are disappearing. And um, so you have cells within your body that get mm. damaged or you need to you know, generate new cells to replace them. And you can't do it anymore because the telomeres have run out. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, something called telomerase, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which restores the, sorry. There's something called telomerase, Mm -hmm. which um, restores those telomeres, makes them long again. Mm -hmm. And that can sort of rejuvenate you. The problem is you then become more susceptible to cancer.
0: What, what does that mean, acceptable to cancer? So I will be more prone to cancer.
1: Yeah, well, when you restore the telomeres, that means the cells can start reproducing again. And mm-hmm. um, maybe the cell, when cells reproduce, you tend to get little errors in, in the, the DNA of the cell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And these errors can accumulate and mm-hmm. cause various problems. In fact, one of the errors is that uh, the cancer cells can generate the telomerase mm. uh, chemicals and, and, and then the cells can multiply out of control and that's cancer. So um, so anyways, it's tricky business. They, yeah. they can do this. I mean, you could go get telomerase right now. Uh, mm. I mean, legally, you probably can't do it, but um, you could do it and regenerate a bunch of cells, but mm. you would be more susceptible to cancer at that point.
0: Yeah, I I mean, yeah, there's no perfect. But, you know, um, sea turtle and uh, jellyfish. Jellyfish can survive for a long, long time, right? And sea turtle can survive for a long, long time. And I don't know, some people think that maybe eating jellyfish or study jellyfish and trying to learn why they can live so long. Yeah. There might be some weird chemical or some something inside, you know, those I, I,
1: creatures. I, I saw a recent article about something called sea squirts. Sea squirts, and what sea squirts are is they're mm. uh, an organism. It's it, they start out like a tadpole, mm. and they swim around in the ocean, mm. and they find some rocks mm. to latch onto. like coral sort of like coral yeah and then what happens is they latch onto the rocks Mm -hmm. and they form a tube and the tube does nothing Mm -hmm. but filter the the nutrients in seawater and and, you know use them for staying alive Mm -hmm. and but once the the organism once the sea squirt latches onto a rock Mm -hmm. it dissolves its brain because it doesn't need it anymore. The, the purpose of the brain was just to find a rock to latch onto. And once it does that, it dissolves uh-huh. its brain and uses the protein, uh-huh. you know, to stay alive. Uh-huh. And um, and then eventually, you know, they'll, they'll like, there's be, there'll be a storm and they'll wash up on the, on the shore. Uh-huh. And when you step on them, it's a tube. When you step on it, uh-huh. it's, 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 you know, seawater contents squirt out, hence the name sea squirts. Now, they found that in mice, in studies with mice anyways, if uh, you eat sea squirts, hmm. it can reverse various brain damage and things like that. So um, it may be, uh, they, they need to do hu- human trials, but it may be a good way to uh, yeah. to regenerate.
0: Yeah, this is... Very interesting, like, yeah, those reform human and re- redesign human and some people may be, you know, us like attached to some device. The next news is um, bigthinking.com, uh, bigthink.com. And the title is called Huge Milestone as Human Subject Where's Augmented Reality Contact Lens for the First Time. I mean, uh, I think this is a very interesting uh, article. I mean, Mojo, Mojo, Mojo Vision has been a while and they are working on, you know, um, instead of everyone, I, I saw the quote, it's very interesting. Um, um, it says, We will look back at the years when people walked down the street next band staring down at little screens in their hands as they are absolutely primitive way to, in, a primitive way to interact with information. So this is what our are currently doing, right? What's our currently uh, behaviors? Because yeah, we, we have only a, a small mm-hmm. little phones and we have to look all information, um, you know, interact. But in the future, um, the, the company envisioned that we will, everyone will wear an AR context, contact lens uh, and to get information and that AR contact uh, contact lens will replace uh, the phone. So this is a very ambitious uh, yeah, project and uh, they say the engineer and development is very, very hard. Imagine you see like the entire ball and all information and you need to prevent you, you need to make sure a uh, human feel comfortable wearing it and also you need to display a lot of you know tiny information. Yeah, so yeah, so I I I think this is this will be a big revolution is kind of non-intrusive way of being a cyberman, right? because Musk Neuralink is pretty much draw a hole and put a chips inside your brain. <clears throat> but this one is that we won't get any hurt but just put um, the lens. I think this is probably a little bit acceptable to be part of the Cyberman uh, project because I think that if we, cause computer can process so many information and decide a lot of important decisions for humans right now. In so for example, a, a second within a second, computer can do so many things, but human um is very slow right now. So yeah, we are highly dependent on you know the machine. Um, yeah, if we don't involve or get, you know, shorten the time to operate the machine, then I think, yeah, I think machine will take over. Any thoughts, comments? What's,
1: what's their current status on this project?
0: Oh, their current status. It seems like they they are still working on it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I, I think uh, I saw a lot of news. It's pretty much they, it's all about they their vision, right? They want to put the com- content. And it seems like let me let, let me Google it. Uh give me a sec, Mujo Vision. <clears throat>
1: we have a new person yeah Raghu.
0: hello Raghu.
1: Raghu. hi hi guys
0: hi hi how are you I'm doing good cool cool yeah we were talking about the Mojo vision Uh, Mojo vision if you see uh, you know like um, this news is on bigthink.com and the title is called Huge Milestones mm-hmm. as Human Subjects. Where is augmented reality contact lens for the first time? So yeah, we it, it's like they have a vision, which uh, they want to uh, replace uh, the mm-hmm. phone, uh, smartphone
2: to you know, mm-hmm. AR
0: contacts. So I think this is a pretty good concept and we are trying to figure out what's their progress and what Okay. what they've already accomplished,
2: yeah. Okay, sure.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, content us. elevate your vision, right? Um, I, yeah, go
1: ahead. I was talking to an ophthalmologist the other day, mm. and we were discussing cataracts, mm. and um, he said what they do nowadays, mm. if you have cataracts, is they inject a chemical into the lens in your eye and it dissolves the lens. So the cataract is sort of a cloudiness of the lens and it affects your vision as you get older. So they they use a needle and they inject into the lens of your eyeball a chemical that dissolves it. it dissolves just the lens, not the rest of the eyeball. And, um, and then... <coughs> they use a needle to inject a new lens, which mm. is like folded up inside the needle and they mm. inject it into the, the, the void now where the, the old lens used to be. And this new lens just unfolds and takes the place of the old lens. He said the whole thing takes 10 minutes. The whole wow. operation takes 10 minutes. Wow, interesting,
0: very interesting.
1: And he says that you don't want to wait too long to do it Mm -hmm. because as the cataract gets worse and worse and worse over the years, Mm -hmm. it becomes harder. The lens becomes hard and Mm -hmm. you can no longer dissolve it after a certain point. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I had never heard of this before. I thought it was fascinating. I suppose if you wanted to, if you wanted to become a Cyberman or whatever, um, you could inject a new lens in there that maybe had some of these capabilities.
0: Oh my God. But what if that lens, digital lens, uh, crashed?
1: Exactly. For example,
0: need repair
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> or burned, right? <laughs> just, or just explode. Yeah. 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 I mean, what if, let's say, um, you know, your lens got hacked?
1: Maybe you could dissolve that one and put in a new
0: one so <laughs>
1: oh, that it's dissolvable.
0: What if, you know, a hacker hacked to your lens and give you all the wrong information?
1: Yeah, that would be bad news.
0: Yeah, you, you will go to a wrong place. You will miss your meetings. You will... Or
1: you, you see spam ads all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you will see ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and I mean yeah I mean what if someone put a lot of ads inside right that that what we yeah kind of you, how, how do you um optimize it out and I I I see all the um you know graphics it looks cool but how can people interact with the lens how can this lens know what we want do we yeah, need to pair yeah. up with the phone? <laughs> so Definitely go back to the phone.
1: Your, yeah, you need the user interface of some kind, which yeah. we have a, perhaps we have not figured that user interface out yet that will take over.
0: I think it's just Photoshop, right? It's not real. Cause how can you see a server? How can you see yourself from the back and see this?
1: That's an interesting <laughs> idea, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, this is definitely a third person's view, right? It's not first person's view. Yeah. Yeah, but this seems like it talks to this person. So it doesn't make sense. It's Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so it seems like they have a lot of cool concept and they have big people join the team. Okay, yeah. Oh, actually, this is pretty cool. Astrology. Uh, yeah, I mean, seems like they just have a lot of news and say they are working on it and they have pretty cool to see. I mean, I don't know if if you want me to wear this. I'm afraid if someone hacked it, right? And then, you know, destroy your eyeball.
1: <laughs> or what if you lose track of what, what things are real and what things are part of the augmented reality?
0: So
1: you, you, you swerve your car to avoid a virtual cat or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. See, but it seems like this person is wearing it, right? Something is working. Won't you announce latest prototype or lens and new innovations? Let's see this one. Yeah. Smart milestone. Um. Yeah. Still, I control
1: the user interface.
0: Yeah, fundamental core user interface component for the first time. For the, I think it's still in the development mode, but something is working. You see? Yeah, it's like an ISAP, hands-free. Oh, but if you want ISAP, hands-free experience it's a little hard. Because how can you interact? It's just a little eye movement, super tiny eye movement. And you know that eye wants to do something. You
1: know, one thing I wonder about is you have muscles Hmm. that squeeze the lens in your eye to adjust focus. And Hmm. as you get older, Hmm. you know, you may need reading glasses or whatnot because Hmm. you lose some of that ability to mm. change focus. Mm. And I, I just wonder if you, I asked him about the lenses that they put in to replace the the original lens. Huh. And um, I said, do they have all the same characteristics, physical characteristics as the original lens? He said, yes. Mm. But I imagine mm. you could create them so that when you've lost some of that muscle control in your eye, mm. that, that controls the lens, maybe mm. You could restore some of that control because the lens would be active and able to, you know, have a a broader range of focus or something like that. Right now, there's uh, a—I don't know if you've seen the ads for it on TV. There's an eye drop that you can get uh, that you put in your eyes, and um, for for older people, it restores their their close vision without wearing
0: glasses wow, this is great. This is great.
1: I said, how to now how does that work? And he says it just contracts the iris. So when you contract the iris, it means the cone of light mm. that goes to the retina mm. to form images. Mm. It, it doesn't have to be as acutely focused, because mm. since the cone is narrower, mm. that means if it's off a little bit, then mm. You don't see the effects of misfocus very much. Mm. And um, it's like if, a, if you've got a camera, mm. like an SLR camera, mm. and you open the, the aperture of the lens up all the way, then you get that nice blur effect where you take a portrait and everything behind the person is blurry, right? Mm, yeah. But if you then narrow the aperture way down, then mm. everything behind them mm. is in focus. So the yeah. focus becomes less critical. Mm-hmm. And that's the way these eye drops work. They just narrow down that, uh, mm-hmm. that opening in the iris. In fact, I, I took an eye test and they have glasses that mm-hmm. are nothing but pinholes, like a mm-hmm. black sheet with a oh. bunch of pinholes in it. Yeah. And those pinholes narrow down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the cone of light that goes mm-hmm. into your eye and hits your retina. So mm-hmm. if, if you can't see the eye chart, and suddenly you put on these, this pinhole lens and suddenly you can read everything on the eye chart because the focus is no longer a factor.
0: Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, actually I I, I went to like eye doctor a few weeks ago and I got a new pair of glass. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, because I got Lasik. So they say my eyeball is extremely long because of the I, long time ago, I I had a very serious short-sighted, you know, like the, uh, my vision was not so good, very weak and uh-huh. uh, it, it make my eyeball extremely long. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just maybe, you know, the pressure or something, but now, yeah, I, I did the Lasik surgery and everything is pretty good. It's just a little bit, you know, like, yeah, still need glass to help, but I'm wondering, you know, if in the future we, we use this types of technology, maybe that yeah. thing can help us to release our muscle or you know massage somewhere. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and maybe it can be um, you know, the second function uh, of, of it can be helping our vision. Um, but I think it says that the battery life, they they are trying to make it like one day. In one day, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know, is this comfortable looks to you? It's just, everyone will have green iris, right? So <laughs> because of the cheeks, <laughs> we all will have green eyes, eyeball. Yeah, That's very interesting. I think, yeah, it seems like you see like, I feel like this guy is wearing it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. About. It seems like people are working on it,
1: right? I, oh. it, it's, it's sort of amazing how technology is progressing and we're learning so much. Mm. Uh, and uh, like the other day, I had a class with the National, Ge- Ge- National Geographic photographer, mm. and he has 800,000 images. Mm-hmm. And how do, you, how do you organize those images? So we went over some, some software to organize the images. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nowadays, mm-hmm. you can run your images through Google.
0: Yeah.
1: And what they will do is they'll find everything in the images. that There's a dog or a wolf that mm-hmm. knows the difference between those two things. It mm-hmm. will find them. It will t- tell you, based on the image, what landmark you might be near. And mm-hmm. so it knows what the, GP, the, the GPS coordinate is of that landmark and where the photo was taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can recognize the people uh, and, and uh, it can read everything in the scene. Like if there's mm-hmm. a sign in a different language, it will translate that automatically mm-hmm. to English and put that in the notes for the image, in the mm-hmm. tags for the image. So mm-hmm. that when you search, you can search on all this stuff in the image. This already exists. Yeah. Um, my feeling is that we'll just, you know, one day we'll figure everything out, and then we'll all be killed in a pandemic or, or something like. <laughs>
0: that. Yeah, and and the interesting thing is that I I think as as when we grow our knowledge, our environment kind of being destroyed, and uh, yeah, just just echo your pandemic thing. One time I read it's just like a swiping my Facebook and I saw one uh, poems from a, a little kid. He said that what if it's very interesting poetry. What if um humans are the actual virus and covid is just the vaccine for the earth to cure the virus i was like hey actually yeah this is probably right <laughs> if you it depends on the point of view right for us COVID is the virus but maybe for the point of earth's side we are the virus and COVID is the cure the, the vaccine be, look,
1: at, look at what we've done to the environment and so yeah, yeah So it's pissed off at us <laughs> yeah,
0: so. So I kind of think, yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I didn't stand on the Earth's point of view, right, because we are pretty much destroying the entire habitats, right, entire environment. So maybe COVID is the cure for the Earth to, to kill the virus, which is human, yeah. So it's a very interesting, you know, switch mine. mind. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for joining me today. And uh, yeah, hopefully, see you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. See ya. Thanks. Bye-bye.